Hilton live to the All Pro Capital broadcast booth. Alongside Hens Olson, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU football brought to you by All Pro Capital. All Pro Capital, put your money to work with smart real estate investments. Visit allprocapital.com for more information. All Pro Capital, a proud sponsor of BYU Athletics. For Texas Tech, a multiplicity of mistakes. And the Cougars taking advantage to a 14-0 lead starting quarter number two, Hans. Yeah, a lot of mistakes, but I also want to say BYU's doing a lot of great things. They're rotating between a four-down and a three-down defense. So they got four-down defensive linemen and then three-down defensive linemen. And they've rotated out a little bit of linebacker coverage and other nickel coverage. So they're really mixing it up. And I want to point out, Jackson Cravens and Nisa Mahe. Your two defensive tackles haven't done a great job of fighting with Rusty Stats, Dennis Wilburn, and Cole Spencer. That's the center, left guard, and right guard for Texas Tech. They're winning the interior battle, Greg, and that's huge. That's such a great start for this defense. Second down nine, Texas Tech at their own 45 as we start quarter number two. Taj Brooks reversing field after getting nothing to the right and gets seven yards to the left. A nice run by Taz Brooks, who had nothing going, stacked up to the right, kept it going, and keeps the third down manageable at third down and three, likely four down territory for Joey McGuire. Give middle Brooks. Brooks has the first down. I think he got the line to gain. Of course, the last time I thought that it was a bad spot, but he's short this one. It'll be fourth and inches again. It's a good stop. So what will Texas Tech do, providing that the spot holds on a fourth and inches this time? I think they made it on the spot, though. Looking at it, I think they should eyeball it and move the sticks. What are they going to do? Probably oh, get another call for a measurement again. And their last fourth down was botched. Fourth down and inches, they went shotgun, and the quarterback dropped the ball after Taj Brooks crossed the face of his body, and Jake Strong fell on the ball for a loss on the play, and BYU got the turnover on downs. BYU ended up punting it away, but on the ensuing punt, kicked it 58 yards, got a penalty on the return, and then got the Taj Brooks fumble that Heckard recovered for a touchdown, and it is a first down on the measurement, by the way, so the sticks will move. And that's Eddie Heckard's first career touchdown that he gets as a BYU Cougar, by the way. 14-0. We have 14-19 to go until halftime. Hands. So you've got interior tackles right now that are playing really good. You're also getting your linebackers right close to the line of scrimmage. You know when Taj Brooks is getting that ball, you've got to slam those gaps shut. And BYU did a really good job there. It almost good enough to keep them into a fourth and one situation. But, Greg, they are getting the penetration. That Taj Brooks run should have gone nowhere. Cravens was in the backfield, and he should have been stopped short. Shotgun for Strong. Brooks to his right. First and ten now at the BYU 46-yard line. On the end around, it's Coy Aiken. Aiken coming to the right side, won't get to the right numbers. He will be stopped for a loss of one on the play. So Aiken on the end around, and a loss of one, second down and 11. A.J. Vaughn puts on the tackle for BYU. 40th tackle of the year for A.J. That play takes a lot of discipline. A.J. has to stay home. Texas Tech's tight end is blocking up on A.J. Vonpachon, and you get this feel that you got to run with the ball, but that thing comes back on the fly sweep. A.J., very disciplined, stay home, defeats his block, and gets up at field and makes the tackle for a loss. Great job by A.J. Strong shotgun, Brooks left hip, second down 11 from the BYU 47, quarterback draw, and tripped up as strong. He was going to go for quite a distance, but somebody slapped his ankles. Was that Mangelson that got him? I think that's that thick paint on those lines. I think that's the turf. I think that's the grippy grass that brought down Jake Strong. Wow. A trip 
Keeps it to a two-yard gain, setting up a third down and nine at the BYU 45. And this may be four-down territory for Joey McGuire. Trailing 14-0 and loving fourth downs. You're in BYU side of the field. Get a few here and see what you can do on fourth if you don't convert. In the gun, trips left, single wide right, strong the hand clap. A knee-high snap. And on the slant, it is deflected and incomplete. Falls to the turf harmlessly, and they will say got nothing on fourth and nine. Punt team on. Blake Mangelson got the deflection of the pass. And so Austin McNamara, whose parents are both BYU graduates, will now punt for Texas Tech. And in these two punters, Rico and McNamara, you've got the number one Rico and the number two McNamara in active FBS career punt average. And Hobbs Nyberg is back to return the punt. Hobbs got dinged in practice, but is gaming it out and out there to return the kick from McNamara. McNamara gets it away under some pressure. You hear the crowd react. Fair catch Hobbs, and Hobbs will let it go, and it takes a Texas Tech bounce. We'll settle inside the 10 to the 9. The way Hobbs saw that path of the ball, he thought it would go into the end zone. It checked up and came back, and the Red Raiders down it at the BYU 9. It'll be first and 10 for BYU inside their 10-yard line. 14-0 Cougars. The third and 9 ends up in a deflected ball. Incomplete pass. The punt sets BYU up first and 10 at its 9 after this. 12-24 to play until halftime. Cougars up two scores, 14-zip BYU on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. Total yardage favoring Texas Tech, 98-88. The score favoring BYU, 14-0. BYU Football brought to you by Delta, the official airline of the BYU football team. We saw earlier in this game, Texas Tech's third drive this season of 14 plays. It didn't end up in a score. It was a long drive of the season at 6.53. Didn't end up in a score. The only scores belong to the Cougars, up 14-0 with 12.24 to go till halftime. As we come back in, BYU first and 10 at the Cougar 9. Ball between the hashes and L.J. Martin off the left hip of Keaton Slovis in the shotgun. Twins left and twins right. Hand off L.J. to the right. Now comes up between the tackles and fashions a four-yard gain to the 14-yard line, just shy of the 14. Ben Roberts, the tackle for Texas Tech. I say this with my heart thumping in my chest and a lump in my throat and a little tear in my eye. BYU is currently winning the trench battle on both sides, and I just have chills running down my spine. I'm, I'm so proud. I just feel like a mom that just saw her baby boy graduate. This is so fantastic. Keep winning those trenches. BYU averaging 67.5 rush yards per game is already at 74. Slovis, the hand clap, the give on the end around to Parker Kingston. Kingston from right to left and will lose or make it back to the original line of scrimmage. No loss on the play. Gets a yard on it as he came from right to left out to the 16-yard line, setting up a third down long three for BYU. We haven't seen Parker Kingston on that fly sweep since that Kansas game. So it was nice to see him get off that edge. They're continuing to rush Parker. A tempo snap to LJ, and LJ needing three, got a yard and a half, maybe two, and is stopped shy of the line to gain. So on the tackle by Jalen Hutchings, the six foot, 305 pound nose tackle for Texas Tech, BYU now faces a fourth down and long two. They'll be punting it away. Ryan Rico back in. His first kick went 58 yards, 10 better than his season average coming in two tonight. And, that, like, and that's, by the way, his 18th kick. How about this? More than half of his punts have gone 50-plus yards this year. <laughs> he's just a big old boot is what he's got. He throws his whole body into these punts. He awaits a long snap at the three. A little rugby look to the right. And backspins this one. 
It bounces, a miscommunication, a pickup late by Miles Price, and he'll be hammered at the far boundary. Is that Tyler Batty? That is. Batty with the special teams tackle on the boundary at the 34-yard line. Some bodies converge there as Texas Tech and BYU players on that sideline begin jawing. But taking it off a bounce, and there were two punt returners back, and there was miscommunication there between Xavier White and Miles Price. Price ends up picking it up and then ends up getting lit up at the sideline. Tyler Batty just cracking a sternum right there. And it's fun. You just watch the energy of the sideline. you got all the coaches that are in the mix, and you can tell that BYU's in this game. This is as lively as I have seen BYU since parts of that Cincinnati game. It's just nice to see the sidelines involved, the coaches' energy, and, of course, Tyler Batty cracking a sternum on a punt cover. We'll take a break with two, rather with a 10-32 to play in quarter number two. It is BYU 14, Texas Tech 0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with a scoreboard update. The only other Big 12 game going on right now is between K-State and TCU Wildcats leading the Horn Frogs 21-3 starting the second quarter. Earlier today, both Oklahoma and Texas survived for victories, Sooners beating UCF, and it was the Longhorns winning in Houston 31-24. Back over to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Thanks, Shep. BYU football brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. Learn more at SiegfriedandJensen.com. First and 10, Red Raiders at their own 34. 10-32 to play till halftime. Cougs up 14-0. And Jake Strong will give to Taj. No, he'll keep, he will, Strong, and fall ahead for two. And had they handed off to Brooks, he had a nice nice patch of real estate to the left. Instead, it was a keeper for two. He did. Uh, BYU's defense is going with three downs right now, a single high safety, and they're trying to really control those edges. You know, Greg, they go back to that mesh point again, and you're making Jake Strong make a decision to pull it or give it. He made the wrong decision again. So you're getting a lot of breaks with this freshman quarterback. Shotgun and backs are split. Taj Brooks in a tight end, Jaden York. Snap, strong handoff, Brooks. Brooks going, trying to turn the corner far side. And he's just tripped up. A great tackle by Ethan Slade. Or is that Wakely on the edge there? Flag flies. Maybe holding on the edge it'll be coming back. So, Slade on the tackle. Holding. Number eight. Offense. Ten-yard penalty. Second down. Well, that's penalty number four against TCU. BYU is flag-free at this point. All the major mistakes and even the minor ones have gone to the Red Raiders in this game. BYU a 14-0 lead. That hold was on Eddie Heckard and Greg. Eddie was right there in the lane to make that tackle. And when you hold in the rushing lane, you're typically going to get that flag. But Eddie Heckard forcing Texas Tech to hold him because he's threatened to make the tackle. 28-yard line. Second down 19 for Texas Tech. Jake Strong, the true freshman quarterback. Takes a knee-high snap. Not a great snap. Settles in the pocket. Throws to his right. And the receiver fell down on the cut. It'll be third and forever. Jake Strong is the seventh Texas Tech true freshman to start at quarterback. The fifth to do it against a conference foe. And only the second ever to do it on the road. And now the crowd gets loud. Third and 17 from the Texas Tech 28. The Red Raiders are four for six on third downs. This third and forever. Twin stacks left and right. They motion to trips right with Xavier White. A belt high snap to Strong. 
A step up and a fire. He's got a man wide open. Xavier White, the 40 of BYU, the 30, the 20, foot race 10, 5, touchdown. Just like that. A 72-yard strike. And the Red Raiders are back in the game. And Xavier White was all alone. All strong had to do was put up a ball he could find, and that he did for the score. Well, Xavier White's just going to come out of a trip set or a bunch set. So three wide receivers. He's the inside of the three, and he's going to run a wheel route. He just runs behind the other two wide receivers. Eddie Heckard should have hooked up with him and ran the distance. But you see right there, Xavier White gets a step or two over the top of Eddie Heckard. And, hey, look. Jake Strong, man, he'll find a pass here and there, and he actually dropped it right on the spot in stride for an easy touchdown for Texas Tech. And that was on a third down and 17 for the Red Raiders. The PAT try is up and good by Gino Garcia, off a hold from Austin McNamara, and a snap from Jackson Knotts. And... 14-7 is our new score. 9-19. Well, there's a flag on the PAT. There's a mix-up in there. Tyler Batty is, is mixing it up. Man, he's showing up. He's just hot-tempered right now. And So it, this might be in the, the unsportsmanlike variety on one of the sides here? what it looked like. There was some pushing going on after after the play. We'll see what they end up calling. All the officials are kind of chatting in the middle of the field right now about it. But, yeah, Tyler Batty was kind of going back and forth, John back and forth with some guys after that extra point. Long conversation amongst the officials. Here we go with the call. After the play was over, flagrant unsportsmanlike conduct foul. Number 15, Texas Tech, for spitting in an opponent's face. Whoa. Number yeah. 15 has been ejected. Yeah. The 15-yard penalty will be enforced on the kickoff. Wow. That's why Tyler Batty was over there trying to protect one of his teammates. I don't know if it was Tyler that got his face spit in or if it was one of his teammates, but I could tell he was upset about something. Well, there are two number 15s on the Texas Tech roster. If it was the tight end, Jaden York, the Red Raiders lose a fairly important key to the offensive cog. We'll see if it is him when we come back. We'll take a timeout. So it is Jaden York. So the tight end, Jaden York, is done for the night. On a flagrant, unsportsmanlike conduct foul. BYU's lead cut to 14-7 with 9-19 to go halftime. Till halftime, we'll take a break on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head live to the All-Pro Capital broadcast booth. Alongside Hans Olsen, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Let's pause 10 seconds for station ID on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Radio on KBYU-FM HD2 Provo. You're listening to BYU Football on BYU Radio. Nine nineteen to go till halftime. 14-7 BYU. Texas Tech scoring its first touchdown of the night. 72-yard touchdown strike strong to White in the kickoff is bobbled by Keelan Marion back inside his 15-yard line, catches it on the double clutch off the grass and is tackled shy of the 20-yard line. And that kickoff came from the 20, did it not? Yeah, did. Yeah, because of the unsportsmanlike foul, yeah. Texas Tech ended up kicking off from its own 20 and got BYU down inside its other 20. So the bobble by Marion was, uh, was uh, integral there in... Uh, helping Texas Tech out of a pretty rough spot following the 15-yard penalty. It was Tyler Batty that got his face spit on, and you saw the whole back and forth that kind of replayed it. So bad situation there, but that player is off the field. That's a big hit for them. And, you know, I'll tell you, with that quick touchdown from Texas Tech, that's a miscommunication. I think that Heckard thought he had safety help over the top. they got to get on the same page so they don't let that happen again. Slovis in the gun. 
Martin vacates. Underneath they go Epps. Epps makes the catch and has a first down. It's an 11-yard gain. Texas Tech almost doubling BYU up in plays, 28-15. to 15. Almost doubling up in yards, 174 to 96 before that last snap. And possession time is roughly 2 to 1 as well. So BYU has the advantage on the scoreboard, but Texas Tech is moving the ball well enough to feel they're in a good spot. But they've made big errors that have kept them from scoring more than 7 early. L.J. Martin off the right hip of Slovis, first and 10 after the 11-yard run. Slovis goes deep, and does Lasseter bring it in with one hand? He did! What a catch at the Texas Tech 40-yard line or inside. Darius Lasseter with the new skin. Beautiful catch of the game. Darius Lasseter goes up and hauls it in with one hand on the sideline. New skin, discover the best you. And what a grab from Darius to move the sticks inside the Texas Tech 40 to the 37-yard line. One-handed grab on the boundary. Darius is going to find himself in man coverage, and he just makes... on the field of a catch for a first down is on the further review. And he just makes a catch under that single man coverage, does a fantastic job. But this goes back to the pocket again. Texas Tech rushing five defenders, trying to get to Keaton Slovis. Zero pressure. Keaton Slovis staying in the pocket and delivering the pass. It's so nice to see him just stay in the pocket and deliver the pass. And you see a great grab right there. And I believe that's going to stay as a catch. Yeah. Hauls it with one hand. Gets a foot down. And even the ball didn't come out when he hit the ground on the sideline. Just recapping the, pl- the plays in this drive. That first drive, the first play was Cody Epps on the 12-yard in. So Cody moved the sticks. Then it was the Lasseter catch for 31 that moves the chains again. And sets up a BYU first and 10 at the Texas Tech 30 seven-yard line pending the review, and the review looked good from what we saw. What a catch, man. After review, the ruling on the field is confirmed. It is a catch. Yeah. First down, BYU. What a catch. Uh, this is as athletic and acrobatic as a catch as we've seen this year, and that goes back to the Chase Roberts, the Isaac Rex. This is a one-handed having to turn your body around, snatch it out of the air like it's a pheasant shot out of a shotgun, and you're able to pull that thing with your fingers in your forearm and trap it between your elbow and your fingers and come down with it. Let's go to our former BYU wide receiver, Mitchell Jurgens for his take. Yeah, Hans talked about the energy earlier in this game, about that you can totally see it here on the sideline from the players, from the coaches. Um, this is absolutely what's on display. I call it the, Vela, the Lavelle effect. Here in this stadium, they're feeding off the energy of the crowd, making big plays. This is what BYU needs, especially after giving up a big score. This is the type of response. Uh, big shout-out to the crowd and bringing the energy. Thank you, Mitch. Shotgun snap, Keaton Slovis. Keaton backpedals, sets, and fires, goes deep, and it is interfered. I thought it was interference with Lassiter. The ball falls incomplete. There was contact and no flag. As Lassiter lined up that ball at the five-yard line, he took a body check, and there was no flag on the play, and he can't haul the pass in. Well, this starts with really good pass protection by L.J. Martin. And And Darius nearly did bring it in. It looks like just a hand battle that's going on between Dadrian Taylor-Demerson and and Darius Lassiter, and I don't know why the officials didn't yep. throw a flag. He ran into the upper body before the ball got there, but it'll go second down and 10 from the Texas Tech 37 ball near hash. The Cougars going right to left as we see it and you hear it. Roberts motions to trips left. A turn and handoff to LJ. Reverse, double throw, a red date down play on the flea flicker, and it's complete to Isaac Rex at the 10-yard line. The pitch back to Slovis, and Slovis gets to Rex. It'll be BYU first and goal at the 10-yard line. This play is so difficult to run because 
It's going to go to LJ. It's going to go to Cody Epps. It's going to get flipped back to Keaton Slovis. And then it's a pass from Keaton Slovis downfield to Isaac Rex. That is so many exchanges. That's five hands that that ball touched in a single play. First and goal, BYU at the 10. Good answer so far from BYU to the Texas Tech score. 7-10 to play in quarter number two. Slovis, shotgun. Motion man, Roberts. Play fake. Deep, deep drop. Flushed is Slovis and is tripped up and he throws on the run well outside the pocket. Was looking to get it to the sideline. It's incomplete. It'll be no grounding. It'll be second down and goal from the 10. That's really good. That's a really good chase right there by Texas Tech. I think that's Dadrian Taylor-Demerson. There's no foul for intentional grounding. Number two was in the area of the pass. And Miles Cole uh, that are after Keaton Slovis to really pressure him. I thought Keaton was going to get to the edge and, and have a clean throw, but wow, I believe that that was Miles Cole that was on pursuit right there. Yeah, it was. And just just tapped the ankle and slid that ankle underneath Keaton Slovis and tripped him up. Aiden Robbins is the back now with Keaton in the gun. Two receiving options left and right. Keaton looks left, throws Rex. Rex makes the catch inside the five. It'll be a six-yard gain and third and goal from the four coming up for BYU. Texas Tech's going to bring an overload blitz and they just about destroy Keaton Slovis. Keaton gets rid of that just in time, but that's a safety corner blitz. You're bringing some of your best players off the edge to pressure right there. BYU 19 for 21 in the red zone this year. With 15 touchdowns, one of them coming earlier in this game. They go empty for Slovis. He's got trips to the right, two receiving options. Robbins and Roberts left. Third and goal from the four. They go motion, Aiden behind the quarterback who takes a three-step drop. Sets, fires, back of the end zone, touchdown! Darius Lassiter! And the Cougs make it 20-7 with 6-11 to go in quarter number two. Keaton Slovis with his second touchdown pass of the day and the 80th touchdown pass of his outstanding collegiate career. Man, I just love what I'm seeing from the offensive line. Now, this is only a three-man rush from Texas Tech, but there were three-man rushes from TCU that was causing problems for that BYU front. So that's... A wide-open pocket for Keaton Slovis to throw to. Now, we go to the outside. Darius Lassiter in a trip set is the far receiver on the outside. He's going to roll under his receivers, and then he's going to start a drag route by the back end of the end zone. Keaton Slovis, now that's old-school Keaton Slovis. He guns that thing to the back, but puts just enough touch on it that it's easily received by Darius Lassiter. The Will Ferrin PAT is up and good. And 21-7 Cougs, they reestablish the two-touchdown lead on another Mountain America touchdown. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. It's another $250 donation to the American Red Cross. We'll come back with a pigskin scoring summary after this. 21-7 Cougs on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to Hans Olsen and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 6-11 to play until halftime. And BYU takes a 21-7 lead on the slowest to Lassiter touchdown throw. An 81-yard drive, seven plays, and 3-0-3 off the clock. That is our Utah Pork Producers pigskin scoring, scoring summary brought to you by your Utah Pork Producers, Daly's Bacon, and the National Pork Board. For every Cougar point scored this season, your Utah Pork Producers and Daly's Bacon will donate 75 servings of bacon to the Utah Food Bank to help Utah families in need. For more information on points for protein, 
Follow Utah Pork Producers Association on Facebook and Instagram. Kickoff from Will Farron. It'll be collected two yards deep in the end zone by Dre McCray. He will take it out. He's already out to the 20, tripped up, and he'll be shy of the 25. So the Texas Tech Red Raiders go minus four on the kickoff return. It would have been the 25 if he takes a knee, took it out, and got only to the 21. Isaac Rex, by the way, on this night with uh, four catches, now has 100 career receptions. He's the 40th player to 100 career receptions. He joins Mitchell Jurgens, who ended his BYU career right at 100. Great. Keaton Slovis is looking so much better in the beginning stages of this game. So much more comfortable in the pocket. He's staying in the pocket. And it's so nice to see. I talked about Aaron Roderick's development of quarterbacks. He's developed two NFL draft picks in Zach Wilson and Jaron Hall. I know Aaron Roderick knows how to develop quarterbacks. Jake Strong, the freshman quarterback for Texas Tech, hands off to Taj Brooks, and Brooks has stood up. Brooks now 14 carries, 44 yards. He's at about half of his six-yard per carry average on the season. Yeah, and that comes down to Jackson Cravens, Naisamahe. You're seeing a, a little bit of David Latu. You're seeing a really good mix on that interior when they're running four downs, and they're running four downs anytime they think that Taj Brooks is going to get that ball. Two-yard gain for Brooks, second down eight from the Texas Tech 22. Strong in the gun, Brooks to his right. Two receiving options left and right. A bobbled snap by Strong. He throws right flat to Baylor Cup. Cup has the catch but can't get the line to gain. He's shoved out of bounds by Jacob Robinson with an assist from Crew Wakely on the sideline. It'll be third down and one for Texas Tech. Really nice stop there at the markers because you would have thought that this six foot six. 260-pound dude could get through Jacob Robinson, but he pushes him back. And off Brooks, so they go Tempo, and he gets two on third and one. They convert. Six for eight now are the Red Raiders on third down tonight. The Red Raiders outgaining BYU. The Red Raiders have more first downs than BYU. They've run ten more plays than BYU. BYU at two, touchdown lead. And it's incomplete as he went seam, and the flag flies late. I think it was Bradley interfered with. As the flag flies in the secondary. Pass interference, number 31, defense. The ball will be placed at the spot of the foul. Automatic first down. The flag comes in late from the side judge, who's all the way back in the back. Like, he's so far back from that. And he threw it late. Uh, but that receiver was hit. And that's penalty number one against BYU to five for 45 yards for Texas Tech. The mistake-prone Red Raiders down two scores with 4.45 to play till halftime. Strong shotgun with Brooks. The handoff to Taj Brooks. Stutter step. Stacked up. Minimal gain. A yard maybe falls ahead for two at the end of it with A.J. Vonkwachan and Natu Maisamahe combining on the tackle. How about Maisamahe, Greg? Talk to me, Goose. <laughs> He's getting it right now. He's winning that battle. Naisamahe, it is so nice to be able to call Naisamahe's name today because he is winning in the middle in that battle against Rusty's, Rusty Stats, that great center for Texas Tech. Brooks is averaging only 3.1 yards per carry, and that was a one-yard tote for Brooks. Second down nine at the Red Raider 46. Deep goes strong, and that will not be complete. Oh, no, through the hands of Jordan Brown, nearly completed. Brown did a nice job catching up to that. It'll go third down and nine. There were two receivers in the neighborhood. One was out of bounds, and Brown stayed inbounds and got it, nearly got his hands on it. That was really close, and it was actually a nice throw. Really nice throw. So close to being completed for a big down. But, again, you know, you're getting the advantage of this freshman quarterback 
only having 28 attempts coming into this game, right? From the Red Raider 46, third down and nine. You'd think four down territory for Jordan McGuire. We'll see if they get yards, though, on third. Last time they had a third and long, they got nothing and had to punt on fourth. The audible put Brooks on left hip of Strong. The hand clap, the knee-high snap, the give Brooks middle, and Brooks gets five, maybe six, and then he'll set up a, third, a fourth and four. And so this is makeable, at least in the McGuire vernacular. And it'll be fourth and four inside BYU territory. Offense stays on the field. Tempo. Big chance for a stop here for BYU. Fourth and four Red Raiders. Twins left and right. Strong takes his drop, throws on the edge, and the catch made on the boundary by Jerron Bradley. So a quick out, and the Red Raiders convert on fourth down. Their first fourth down conversion of the night. They're now one for two on fourth, six for nine on third. A lot of numbers favoring Texas Tech in this game, but the only ones that matter show 21-7 Cougs with 3.30 to play until halftime. That's a really tough route to defend there with Dram Bradley. So you get the hurry up going, and you try to rush three. That puts a lot of weight on Jacob Robinson. He needs to get closer to the sticks. He can't be that far behind the sticks. And he just doesn't converge in time. Shotgun, backs are split. Valdez and Teeter. Snap, strong. Again on the out. Converted to Jerome Bradley again. A five-yard gain to the 35 of BYU. Second down and five. The clock rolling at 3.03 here in quarter number two. Better job defending by Jacob Robinson. He's a little bit tighter on that route. Remember, against TCU, there was so much separation between Jacob Robinson and three or four different TCU receivers that it was just a pitch and catch. A lot of time going off the clock, down to 2.45 here in the second quarter. Strong awaits the shotgun snap, claps the hands, receives it at chest height, and a deflected ball, a picked up ball, Eddie Hecker on the interception. Eddie on the run to the far side. Eddie may take this all away. He's out of bounds. Oh, one man got him on the boundary. If that guy doesn't get him, Eddie is gone. But it's BYU football, another Texas Tech error, and the Cougars take advantage. Eddie with the INT, and for Hecker, it's pick number three on the year. Ten of his college career, and the Cougs are back in business at the 40 of Texas Tech. I want to run down on the football field, and I want to grab Crew Wakely and scoop him up in my arms and just give him a big hug because Crew sneakily comes across the field and gets into that coverage. He bats that ball up in the air, and that comes down into Eddie Heckard's hands. Crew Wakely, I'm telling you, Eddie Heckard better give him at least 500 Skittles for that one because that is a lot of help from your safety in reading that passing lane and bat that ball up. Does A-Rod take a shot? First and 10 at the Texas Tech 40. All the momentum and a two-touchdown lead. Slovis in the gun. Deion Smith off the right hip of the Cougar quarterback. Trips left, single wide right. Deion vacates. Empty for Keaton. First and 10, Red Raider 40. The hand clap, the belt high snap. The fire underneath, complete for five yards to Chase Roberts. Second down five, give him six, make it second and four. The clock, 225 and rolling. BYU all three timeouts at its availability. Second down four, Red Raider 34. BYU 21, Red Raiders 7. When BYU leads by 14 or more at halftime in the Kalani era, BYU's undefeated at home, 15 and 0. Slovis gun with Smith. Tight end and two wide, short side, right side. Single wide, Marion left. Option pitch to the left. A stiff arm by Smith. 
gets to the edge. 30, 25, rocked there, but he gets the first down on second and four. He got nine, takes a hard hit at the end of it, give him almost 10 on the run, and it moves the sticks to the 25. 149 on the first half clock. Now it runs as the ball's been reset. BYU all three timeouts. First down and 10, Cougs with a 21-7 lead. Great job by Deion Smith to shuck down that first uh, tackler, but Dadrian Taylor-Demerson comes up and puts the hurt. There were two hits right there on Smith, one from Dadrian and two from the ground. That was a brutal shot that Smith took. Slovis, shotgun. Smith with him. The snap, the short drop, the throw to the far side, pass broken up, stepping in front of the intended receiver. At the far boundary was C.J. Baskerville. So Baskerville on the breakup as Slovis was going for Cody Epps. Still plenty of time on the clock, a minute 13. You've still got three timeouts. There's no reason to panic. It's second and 10. You're in at least field goal position. You're feeling pretty good that you should at least pull a score out of this, but I'm sure Aaron Roderick is wanting to get greedy and get himself seven. Second down, 10. Red Raider, 25. One thirteen to play. In quarter number two, L.J. Martin back in the game. Slovis hands off to Martin. Martin is wrapped up after a one-yard gain. Third down and nine. Will BYU take a timeout here? And they will. Oh, Texas Tech did it for BYU. So Texas Tech's looking to get the ball back with some time to score. One minute, eight seconds. Referee's mic is just not being heard as well as it was earlier in the half, so we apologize for that audio difficulty. We're just not getting the volume we were from that mic earlier in the game. Third down and nine from the Texas Tech 24 after this timeout. BYU 21 and Red Raiders 7. Cougars driving and facing a key third down next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head live to the All-Pro Capital broadcast booth. Alongside Hans Olsen, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU football presented in part by Big O Tires. Go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Hans, what has, been, what has BYU been able to trust in most in the first half here? Well, I think Nisa Mahe and Jackson Cravens. They've been fantastic on the interior of that defensive line. Very solid. Now, the, the thing that I'd like to see pick up on the defensive side I'd like to see those edges tighten up just a little bit. I want to see Isaiah Banya. I want to see A.J. Vankpachan. When they come up and they take up those tackles that are trying to hook block them or the tight ends that are trying to reach block them, I just want to see those edges held a little bit better. But those interior defensive linemen deserve the praise right now. As we come back in, third down nine at the Texas Tech 24. Kooks up 21-7. Trips to the right. They'll motion one of them in. That's Rex to off-tackle right. Slovis takes a diagonal drop, steps up in the pocket, and throws far side for Rex, and he is hit immediately on receipt of the ball. And he is three yards shy of the line to gain, slow to get up, just inside the 20 to the 18-yard line. So fourth down and three. Does A-Rod take the points here? You're up four, tw- up by 14, 21-7. 52 seconds remaining in a timeout. Texas Tech takes their second charge timeout of the half. It's 30 seconds in length. Clock operator, please reset the game clock to one minute. Uh, let me translate. He said, Texas Tech takes a timeout. Please reset the game clock. There you go. I'll be the official on the Thanks day. for amplifying that. If you need me, Greg. Um, okay, so what would I do? Well, I'm the believer that you never leave points on the field. That, that's me. 
Aaron Roderick, sometimes he's a dice roller. Kalani Sataki, sometimes he's a dice roller. But me, I trot out my full field goal kicker. I get the three points. I go in up 24 7. Operator, please reset the game clock to one minute, three seconds. One minute, three seconds. But that's me. Hmm. I just like the short thing. I don't, you know, going into the half, let's just say you go for it on fourth and three, you don't get it going into the half with that momentum, as opposed to kicking the field goal, having a 24 7 lead. I just like that better. But I don't know. Does it, is it looks like they've got the offense on the field, Greg. So fourth down and three. The ball in the Texas Tech 18. Maybe try to get him off sides. Who's looking to make it a three-score game before the break. 103 to go. BYU still has all three timeouts left. And they're under center. Robbins the tailback. Slovis goes under center. And now audibles after Epps motions and stops at the right numbers. Play clock at five. Maybe that's the try. Four yeah. and three, and they'll do that. Yeah. yeah, I thought that you'd just try to... Good translation, BYU takes their first time out. Uh, you know, uh, that's exactly what I would do. I would try to get them off sides. Why not? Why not see if you can draw somebody off sides and, and get that first down and continue the drive? But instead, you're going to roll out your field goal kicker and take the three points. It's the right thing to do. I like what they just did offensively. All right, so we'll stay right here with it with the 103. On the first half clock, and the Cougar lead is 21 to 7. Keaton Slovis, 11 for 17 for 112 yards, two touchdowns, no picks, pass efficiency rating of 158.9. By the way, BYU is 19 and 1 at home when they get a pass efficiency rating of 150 plus, and they're there nearing that halfway line. All right, here we go. It'll be a field goal try from Will Farron. He's 4 for 6 on his field goals this year, long of 46. This will be a 35 yarder from the right hash for the right-footed kicker. Austin Riggs will snap. Ryan Rico to hold to make it 24-7. Snap is back. The placement is down. Kick on its way, and it is through for three. Will Farron, field goal number five on the year, and BYU makes it 24-7. 17-point lead with 59 seconds to go until halftime. You're happy? boy, Will. That's a nice, accurate foot. Greg just talked about it. Not a ton of field goal tries in the year. It seems like those have been few and far between, but when Farron is on the field and you give him a f- decent distance, he's going to knock it through for you. So I really like what I've seen from Will Farron in kicks and crunch moments that he has on the field. So BYU with a 17-point lead as we approach the break. I mentioned that number a moment ago. If the Cougars can keep this lead at 14 or better, BYU's never lost a home game in the Kalani era when they have a lead of two touchdowns or more at home at half. Overall, they're 20-1, and one, and uh, that's a pretty good percentage, leading big at the break, as BYU looks to be set to do here in Provo. That was a 22-yard drive, six plays and 134 off the clock, and that is our latest pigskin scoring summary brought to you by your Utah Pork Producers, Daly's Bacon, and the National Pork Board. Utah Pork Producers are proud to support youth leadership programs in agriculture and contribute to fairs and communities across the state. Enjoy a meal of delicious pork this season. And remember to thank our Utah farmers for their locally grown goodness. Go Team Pork. For more information, follow Utah Pork Producers Association on Facebook and Instagram. The kickoff from Will Farron goes into the end zone and through for the touchback. It'll be first and 10, Texas Tech at their own 25-yard line. BYU has scored on defense in this game. The Eddie Heckard fumble return, recovery for touchdown in the end zone. And when the defensive player scores a touchdown in the Kalani Sitake era, 
Cougs have won their last seven games. They're 9-3 and three under Kalani when they get that defensive or special teams touchdown. They have that in this game. BYU coming up with their three downs. And remember, 59 seconds left. I know it's a freshman quarterback, but Aaron Roderick made a drive with 36 seconds. Don't let him get anything tricky on you. 59 to play till halftime. Play clock at 10 as Strong awaits the shotgun snap. Taj Brooks vacates as Strong goes to Brooks. The 30, 35, forced out right at the line to gain on the near sideline. The right sideline, the way Strong and Brooks are looking at it. They call the first down or say just short. The way the ball will be spotted, it's... The clock has stopped. It's short of the line to gain, so second and inches. Low snap, strong. A throw to the right, and wow, that, that, that's a thrown away. That's second and inches. You didn't get it. And now you're looking at third down and inches. And the scoreboard had already moved the sticks and thought it was the first down. It wasn't. And so now it's third down and inches to go at the 34-and-a-half-yard line. I think the clock operator thought that that thing was either first down or out of bounds. Thought it was the first down. It was neither. And it was here right. Shotgun for Strong. Brooks has the first down running middle. A wrap-up hang-on tackle from John Henry Daly on that play, but not till a gain of four. Taj Brooks has been, I guess you could say average, 50-plus here in the first half. But having to really grind for his yards at three yards a tote. Strong. Left flat. Brooks tackled for a loss on the play. Loss of three. Crew Wakely and Eddie Heckard combined on the stop. Eddie having a, having a heck of a half with a fumble recovery and a pick. And Crew Wakely having a heck of a half, too. He's had some big hits. He caused that pick, and he was the first in on that tackle. I just love what I'm seeing from Crew Wakely. He has stepped up so big in this game and just does my heart good when you see kids just step up when they're really needed. Wakely six tackles, two solos, and a half tackle for loss. That one just now we saw shared with Eddie Heckard. Eddie two tackles, a solo, a half tackle for loss, an INT in the fumble recovery for touchdown for the Weber State transfer. Final timeout's been taken by Texas Tech. BYU has two, and this is now a second down and 11 for the Red Raiders at their own 36-yard line. 24-7, BYU leading it as the Cougars look for their first ever win over a Big 12 veteran here tonight at Lavelle Bridge Stadium. And if the Cougars win this game, all they have to do is find one win in their final five to go bowling in their first year in the Big 12. And that makes it very, very, very possible because we saw West Virginia today. Greg showed that they're vulnerable. We saw Texas today showed that they're vulnerable for the next week's game. So anything can happen if you get this one. Strong shotgun. Brooks aligned to his right. He will go off on a route as... Strong throws, complete, and taking a hard hit was Xavier White, but it moves the sticks, and he took a pop, a gain of 17 on second and 12. It'll put it inside BYU territory, 47-yard line, 24 seconds, clock rolling. Strong steps up, now takes off to the right. Plenty of room to Strong, and then a flag will fly as, as Strong releases it to the right side. Easy call right there. Eddie Heckard is held off the corner blitz, the corner rush. Number 28, offense. Eddie's just coming off the edge to try to get a little pressure, and you see right there, Taj Brooks just holds him and pulls him so he can't contain that outside. Good job by the refs to throw that flag. Mistake riddled Texas Tech picks up its sixth penalty of the first half to BYU's one. The Red Raiders about gained BYU by nearly 50 yards in the first half and trail by 17. Strong shotgun with Brooks. 
Trips short side, left side. BYU blitzes from deep in the secondary. Strong floats it up, and it is just beyond the intended receiver, Jerron Bradley. That goes for a score of it's a little less air underneath it, and the Cougars came hard to get in on Strong on that play. It'll set up a second down and 20. Oh, this is Tyler Batty at his best. Tyler is going to get a nice swim move. He actually rotates into a four technique, and he's going to swim his guard and get in clean and put a nasty hit on Jake Strong. I think he tattooed him. Jake is going to have something to remember this game. It's always going to sit there right on his right arm. I love Tyler Batty. Oh, man, are they going to try to call the targeting on Batty as he comes through? Off of a beautiful pass rush, by the way. It's not that he was unblocked. He just gets a nice swim move and comes through. And he does put his head down a little bit. You know, Greg, when they've been throwing flags on targeting this year in college football, you're not seeing many picked up and waved off. Most of the time that they throw the flag, they are staying good to the flag. And I think there's been 95 targeting calls that have been fought by the NCAA, and there has not been a single turnover. These things are really tough to turn over. You've got to look at it. What do you think? Well, I, he, he does put the helmet down just a little bit. It is a clean shot, and he is just kind of rolling in. But I don't think it's targeting. I really don't. It, 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 I, th- I, I think he's seeing what he's yeah. hitting right there. I think the face mask is up into the shoulder. I just don't think it's targeting. And, you know, I could see where they think that he's lowering the crown of his head. But he doesn't lower the crown of his head to make the contact. As you see, after he beats his offensive lineman, he's almost stumbling. After review, there is no foul yeah. on the play for targeting. It's second down. Yes. That is the right call, Greg. For those who are watching on TV and listening along with us, you would have seen the camera shot a moment ago of Brady Papinga, former BYU linebacker and lineman is uh, with BYU this week, has been with the program, and it's been great to see Brady around. I was able to just say hello for a few minutes on the field before the game and just love the Papinga family and oh, Kelly yeah. on staff now and Brady, a former Cougar great. Great to see him back around the team. If you could add Brady to the staff in some capacity, I'd love to see that. His energy is infectious. Tight trips left side, single wide to the right side, second and 20 at the Tech 43, and Strong guns it downfield. It is intercepted by Jacob Robinson. Jacob Robinson with his fourth pick of the year, and Jacob Robinson on the run near side. Midfield and 40, and the Cougs will get the ball back on offense. They will not. That'll be the final play of the first half. The clock ran out while Jacob Robinson was running around, but another turnover, the third takeaway of the half for BYU and it was all BYU in half number one we've reached the break at 24 to 7 Cougars well this is a perfect play on defense you've got Jacob Robinson that's trailing the receiver knowing that he's got his uh corner over there or sorry safety Ethan Slade over the top that's how you bracket and that's how you stay over the top of these deep balls earlier on that wheel route when it was given up by Eddie Heckard for the only touchdown that Texas Tech had. You thought you had safety help over the top, but you didn't. That's what safety over the top help can do. So then Jacob Robinson can play it underneath the route and comes up with that pick. Let's go down to Mitchell Jurgens with Kalani Sitake. Mitch. Coach, this looks like a completely different team from what we saw last week. Talk about the performance so far and what has led to the significant improvement. Well, last week was embarrassing, and the, the players know that, the coaches know it, and uh, I think they wanted to respond better. I, I'm glad that it worked out. I'm glad, that, but we still got a whole another half of football. But uh, just happy the guys are just coming together. I wish we didn't give up that one big play on 
missed assignment. Other than that, I think we're doing some good things. So take care of football, get some turnovers, get some more chaos. We got 30 minutes to play our best ball. I thought that was our best half of the year. Let's keep it going. Yeah, up 17 points, you get the ball to start the third quarter. What are the expectations you have for your team in the second half? I think they get the ball, but I, in my mind, it's just like just play assignment sound football. Let's make it hard for them, but then at the same time, I think we can take advantage of some of the plays that we can make. Thanks, Coach. All right, thanks, Coach. All right, thank you, Mitch. And Kalani Sitake, 24-7 halftime score. Halftime recap after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.